Now, one of the way to attract people is make them believe honestly that what you are doing is something great. You only become successful by experimenting it, doing it, trying it. There is so much of opportunity. You must be able to decide not what to do, but what not to do. This is the 52nd episode of Dream 100 Show with Mr. Tapan Kumar Datta, who is a serial entrepreneur. This episode is the concluding episode of part one. So let's listen to his amazing insights now. Welcome to Dream 100 Show, listener. I'm your host, Savita Hosamani. Each week, we interview today's most successful and inspiring business owners with winning teams who had the courage to chase their dreams in spite of all their challenges. Join us as we bring you everything that goes on in the minds of successful business owners during decision-making process and gain insights to make smarter decisions. In today's episode, we talk to Mr. Tapan Kumar Datta, who founded Upasana Advantage, co-founded Surewaves and a healthcare venture. He had a good stint in the corporate world and then he quit his job and chose to walk his own path in the business world. He spotted opportunities and converted them into revenue generating streams in every venture with patience, passion and a dedicated approach. Enjoying the journey has been of utmost importance to him. Till date, the company Waves has filed for more than 30 patents in this arena. His revolutionary experiences in his business journey are of great learning for every entrepreneur. So let's hear the winning team secrets from him right here, right now on Dream 100 Show. But when it comes to small companies like uh, who are uh, growing companies with few employees uh, within 100 to 200. So in such cases, um, what what do you think uh, a person uh, should do to hold the team together? Today, if you see the startup landscape, they start with three or four, four highly motivated people and they're talented people. They have a great idea. Now, we have always seen that it is not easy when you are a small company to get good people. Now, one of the way to attract people is make them believe honestly that what you are doing is something great. And if you are a part of it, then you are not only look at it from a money angle, money is important in life, but you are actually learning a lot and you're creating something great. To attract people, is the challenge and the opportunities I'm creating. That becomes the guiding principle for getting the people and motivating them. The motivation comes out of the pure quality of work. Okay, monetary terms, we may not be able to affront, afford a large salary, but we always try to see the good people are protected by giving shares, issues. And that's the only way a startup can really retain people. Point is, as long as the startup 
skill. They bring challenges to the employees and the employees love those challenges. They will stay together. Moment the company come to a stagnation phase where it is not been able to grow and create the challenges, it will start losing people. This is definitely a you know scenario where the entrepreneur must be able to focus and ensure that growth happens on a continuous basis. Teams are motivated and he create enough challenge. Means enough nice good project to handle. So from uh, the conversation that we have had so far, what I have noted is in all your ventures, the concept with which you started off and uh, actually where you created revenue is a bit different. So how do you think that an entrepreneur with a great idea starts and they have to actually spot an opportunity which will actually monetize and generate revenue? What is the process? I'll answer it in two parts. There's a classic quote by Mike Tyson, the you know famous boxer, that look, everybody in life has a plan. Unless you get a punch on your face. <laughs> <laughs> you go to the vaccine arena by analyzing your opponent well and create your strategy pre-planned and you start playing. But suddenly the guy react differently and he punch you and then all the plan goes here by Many of our ventures I have seen that look when we start, we start with certain ideas like in case of COOs, our initial focus was out of home media. In case of health vectors, our initial focus was corporate health checking with bringing a mobile van. These ideas are good. That's what we thought. But once we came to the market and actually started doing the work, we realized there are a lot of problems. It is not so easily scalable. Then we look for alternative ideas. And then by constant effort, we got, you know, we realigned ourselves, we repositioned ourselves. In case of COFs, we went into television space from out of form. In case of health vectors, instead of instead of just doing healthcare at corporate, we became an analytic, product analytic company and started servicing the diagnostic chain rather than the corporates. So these are the things that happen once you were there in the market, once you started. Second part is how to spot an opportunity. Spot an opportunity uh, is a very interesting you know, phase to talk about. Now, let me give you some interesting uh, examples, uh, Indian context or international context. Many companies have started without really a proper plan of, you know, if someone spotted an opportunity and then it become a big problem. There's a company called Red Bus, which probably you have heard of. Red Bus, how Red Bus started? Uh, it was started by three Bitspilani graduates, and they were very young. They were hardly 25 years when Red Bus was started. Uh, so this passed out, and then they um, joined. They were all working in Bangalore in different kinds of software companies. And during Diwali in 2005, you know, they wanted to go back to their home. And they find it extremely difficult to get bus tickets. And this fellow, after a lot of struggling, felt that, look, there is an opportunity that bus agencies have not been able to give seat because there is no technology or software and we are all, you know, technocrats. So he discussed with his friend and said, let us solve this problem. And they created a software. They started weekend. They started working on it, created the software. The whole concept of the software is telling travel agencies that, look, you should know beforehand which bus operators have got what kind of seats available on so-and-so date. 
but to implement that, they have to go to the bus operators because bus operator has to agree to share those data. Now, idea was good. Now, when they go into bus operators, 99% refused them. They said, you're too small guy. You don't know anything about this business. What are you going to do? And they didn't even have computers. So they were not believing that this is something which is doable. But constant effort, they met with a company called Rajesh Trablas, and their son was their age. He was an engineer and all. He saw the point. Then he convinced his father that, look, let us try what they're trying to do. Let us try. And they tried that. That started working. Then, slowly it started. They're still having a resistance. Then, when they realized at that point, and people in the environment started saying that, look, you, you discuss with entrepreneurs, and they came at uh, Kanal Reki, the famous investor and uh, you know inventors capital. Now, overall, mentors suggested him that you are looking into one angle, that is the bus operators and agents. Look at the consumer. Go to the consumer and take their feedback and give this benefit to them. And they started doing that. Now, once they started doing this, then the operators also realized the value because they started that, look, they realized that there's a demand. And they started opening up. So you start with a plan, you try one segment, you get resistance, you should not give up. You should think how it can be realigned and your proof of concept product, that minimal viable product have to have happen after interaction with a different set of uh, users of that uh, services. That's how it did. And I will tell you, the history says this, that 2006, they started the company. 2014, they sold the company to a larger group called Nespa. Uh, I think Ibibogo was the company and which was owned by Nespa. They sold it at $100 million. In just flat eight years, three engineers created a fortune of $100 million. And it was valued at a fairly you know, high level at that point of time. And Redbus, as you know, today is a very, very successful company. Now, this case, the opportunity happened out of chance, out of observing and solving a problem. We always say to become a successful entrepreneur or to create a good company, you must need a you must find a good problem and solve it. This case, the problem was solved. Many cases, it happened that by chance, people saw a problem and they got excited to solve this. And therefore, a, a great company was formed. And I was talking about Redbus. Similarly, in US, there is a company called Open Table, which also was started by you know, army gentleman whose father-in-law and mother-in-law was coming to the town and he wanted to take them for a dinner in the night. And he found it very difficult to know which hotel is available, which place is available, where I will get. And then he's thinking, hey, why not I create a platform which do this, you know, connecting uh, hotel owners and customer to book table and the open table was formed. And open table, open table became a hugely successful company in four or five years. It has its journey up and down, but it was sold later on at $2.6 billion. So that's what people opportunity, you know, get by. But these are examples of opportunities that happens by accident. But does it mean that there is no process identifying opportunities? I think the you know best read in this would be Peter Drecker. You know, he he did a lot of research that how innovation happened in an organization. Now, according to him, you know, one should have the mindset to look for opportunities. And how it happened, normally you try to 
see what problems exist in the space you are working on. And this is within an organization, you can create a culture of innovation where you analyze problems on a systematic basis. And that's exactly what 3M does. It has a system in place, an innovative culture in place that try to constantly look for opportunities by analyzing problems of customer, problems of environment, or where new opportunities come. It requires study. It requires connecting to people. It requires a skill of both analysis and be able to talk to customers and get feedback. But this is a culture that can be created in organizations. And many organizations are doing that today, and therefore they are succeeding. So supporting for opportunity is possible, provided you create a culture of innovation. You create a process by which you can spot opportunities. It requires a mental approach. It requires a mindset. You need to study. You need to understand the environment, connect to probable customers. And maybe you have 10 good ideas and which one will work out. And as an individual, one has to look for opportunity. He has to study. He has to read. He has to study not only theoretically, but see the environment, observe things. Then opportunities will come because today, plenty of opportunities are there. In India, people say it is tough because they do not have the right kind of ecosystem. Do you think uh, the ecosystem is right in India now? Okay. See, I think India is a great place to start, uh, start you know, company at the moment. If you really see, and it's evident. In 2014, the number of startups that were there is probably a few thousand. Today, there are more than 60,000 companies in India, startup companies. That shows that people want to become entrepreneurs. Secondly, you just see the number of unicorns that has happened over the last few years. Phenomenal. So definitely India is a great place to do if you have a good idea. And I am also seeing that, look, it is possible to raise money. Yeah, you have to put effort. Not that everybody raise money, but there are enough companies, enough venture partner companies who are willing to give you a patient hearing. And if your product is good, your idea is good, there are enough companies to fund it. There are many, many venture fund companies. It is not necessarily there are always very big companies like Axel or Tiger, Tiger Global. There are really small units. I know companies like Idea Spring, Mela Ventures, these are smaller groups, but they all encourage uh, entrepreneurship. So first, that is why I feel that, you know, there is a scope to get into entrepreneurship because money is possible to raise. And even individuals put money. There are platforms to raise money. That's why I feel the environment is moderately good to do that. Yeah, I'm not saying that the environment is perfect. So, that, you know, nobody can say an environment is perfect. Like mm-hmm. if you compare with Singapore, their efficiency is much more. You want to register a company in few hours, everything will be done. But India, you know, even to get the GST certificate would take a couple of days or weeks. So that problems are there, but overall spirit is good. Overall encouragement is good. Overall money flow that is happening to India is good because world is recognizing that there is enough potentiality. There are enough talented individuals in the country who can create the next generation product. So that belief is there. The spirit is there. Yes, process-wise, it can always improve. That's what I feel. It's a great place. Uh, <laughs> I feel there is a lot of opportunities. People who have that mindset. But yes, entrepreneurship requires a mindset. 
<laughs> you should have because the, it is the path is not. I don't want to paint a picture that you know it's a uh, rosy path to walk. There are challenges. You will definitely have obstacles. You will, at times you will feel you know uh, going is very tough. I have faced it many times in my life, but the journey is very very exciting. And generally, people who can stay put, they always survive and succeed. Awesome. So uh, we have seen that uh, whenever there is a disruption in innovation, that leads to success of an organization. So how do you create that uh, disruption for a company, be it a small or a growing company? Let me explain it with one interesting example. It's an Indian company, and what mindset it required to create a disruptive thing dainik bhaskar is a publication you may have heard of you know there are hindi publications you know they have a plan that the market they will enter they want to dominate the market matlab in publication business it is not it is near impossible to become successful overnight near impossible because how we read a newspaper you read a newspaper every day every day you know people come and you are habituated to read a newspaper and their major competitors in certain markets they were entering is now health times which is a very very you know successful group in that arena uh, and they are first uh, they were trying to do this in madhya pradesh their aim they take an internal target that we will become number one on the day of the launch just see the goal number 1 on the day of the launch now when the two sons took it to their father father says you know you were trying to be in heaven uh, <laughs> but you know to go to heaven what you have to do you have to die fast <laughs> so you have to put so much of work to do that that you should really you know be able to go to heaven uh, the sons said no no we will do that now the plan did they realized that newspaper reading is a habit every day you read but again not many people are really going to the end customers or the readers to understand what exactly he is looking for in his newspaper and every day morning they hired people from college students etc and give them a, a good plan that if you do this project properly we will be you know giving you jobs in our organizations so they hired a lot of people they created a structure with supervisors and senior supervisors every day they realize that to understand and to make a success in this business they have to understand the customer so this set of people they created early morning they will meet in a park they will do exercise and then each of them under a clear instruction with a questionnaire go to house to house and take feedback on what they like don't like on the newspaper they are reading based on that feedback they create a, a newspaper dummy complete dummy and they and give them a copy and say give me your feedback tomorrow and they used to take feedback now the whole process they did it over a period of 2 to 3 months and involved number of households and you know it is not just a sample they targeted a huge number they targeted almost 2 lakh households and it's a massive task but this tulak household they involved on a day to day basis and created a final dummy which is liked by all these people then what happened before the day of the launch 
they created the final dummy and they said that look this is which we created based on your input and will you subscribe to me i'm going to launch it next week at a very nominal cost so the day they launched they have 2 lakh people already subscribed on the publication mm. just see the magnitude of the project mm. and its competitors immediate competitor had some 1 lakh 60000 circulation Oh, so day one he's launching with two two lakh circulation, and he became number one. So he really made this is called disruption. It's a mind. It's a very. I'm giving you this example in a very conventional uh, segment. It's a disruption. So mm. that disruption really make them number one, and it is not that they stopped it. That they implemented this model in more than one market, and every time they launch a product, they become number one. Wow, it's a very, very you know innovative case. This is a very good example. <laughs> so that is one example. Similarly, you know, if you see this, even Apple iPhone, that's also a classic case of disruption because it's completely displaced people like BlackBerry and Nokia smartphone. Overall, smartphone itself and Apple was definitely the pioneer, they dominate the market. Is again a disruption. Now the question is whether disruption can be cultivated. Which again, I'll tell you yes. That's you know company like 3M you know they really create the culture of spotting opportunities and creating a disruptive thing. So disruption is possible by a scientific method of observation, analyze, experiment, and then create. You have to see the future. The entrepreneur has to see the future. Experiment that way. That because many cases what happened, the disruption is such that see people do not know what they want. Unless you see the, the product in hand, so yeah. sometimes even market research would not reveal you the right thing because people will not be able to. They are not seeing the future. Once a smartphone is created and given to the hand, then only you realize that look, this is something I love. But mm. till that time, BlackBerry was you know was the boss. They were doing so much of success, seventy five million, and they are celebrating seventy five million users, seventy five million handset, unthinkable. And in few years, they are gone. That's what disruption happens. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. We almost have come to the end of the conversation. But what are the things which uh, entrepreneurs should do so that they do not fail? Yeah, I'll share that. See, first of all, whatever preparation you do, there is no guarantee that you will succeed hundred percent. Because <laughs> that is why the failure rate is so high. You know, nine out of ten companies actually fail in first five years. Yeah. That is because not that you don't put effort, but there are many parameters that make them fail. The companies that succeed, three things in common: they have the ability to learn, they have the ability to sell, and they have the ability to teach. Broad level, these are the three parameters that matter. An entrepreneur should always remember that. Now, this ability to learn. Is what makes you really look at what is happening around, and that's why you know companies like Nokia and BlackBerry fail because they never be able to learn from the environment and take the signals that the world is changing. A company can only do well if they know how to read the signals of change. So, for an entrepreneur, it is very important to know that how to read the signal in the market. Secondly, he must have the skill. Either himself or he hire a team 
to ability to connect to customers, to ability to sell, whether it's a B2B or B2C, getting in the minds of the consumer and the customers are the most important. That's your ability to sell, ability to market yourself. If you're not doing that, you are not generating revenue. So that is most important. And secondly, third, that ability to teach that learnings must be translated across the organization. You as an entrepreneur may see the future, but if you're not been able to translate that vision down the line to everybody so that everybody sees the vision and act accordingly, then the success will not come. Another most important thing for an entrepreneur to succeed is called focus. You know, once Bill Gates was asked what make an organization successful, is it focus? Organization must have constant focus on what they're doing. There is so much of opportunity, you must be able to decide not what to do, but what not to do, because you get <laughs> distracted. I always believe that entrepreneurship can help, and which is a fact, economy of a country. People who are entrepreneurs, they should come forward to create a community of entrepreneurs. The because it is entrepreneurship is not a course that is available that you go to a school, learn entrepreneurship and become a successful entrepreneur. It is a process of experimentation. You only become successful by experimenting it, doing it, trying it. So it is not a set formula. So if we can create a landscape, if we can create mentors, if we can create facilities where aspiring entrepreneurs can come and seek advice that, look, these are my challenges. What should I do next? Now, a book may not be able to help him. So that's where I think, you know, entrepreneurs should, you know, connect with each other, come forward, create a community that would help and support aspiring. So uh, would you please share a bit about your team and the people who contributed uh, to the success of the organizations of all your ventures? Any entrepreneur must understand that entrepreneurship is always a teamwork. It's not one individual, even if the idea is his, you know, he could be leading it, but there are very many team players, key players who play a significant role to make that organization successful. In my case, few people definitely contribute exceptionally well. And from the very beginning, my wife joined me. She took all the load at the home and also supported me, knowing that I'm trying to do something on my own. And that was the time we teamed up together. And then we have a very good creative person called Bindu Mandhup, who also joined. So three of us really built this organization. Now, my wife basically was very strong in certain skills which I am not strong at. That's why I keep talking about complementary skill. See, I'm very good at marketing in sales. It was easy for me to get a lot of orders, but back end, I need a strong team to ensure those projects are executed on time. So that is where she played an exceptionally good role. And again, I would say that she was very good in team management, people management. And that was, again, not my strength. Similarly, the other gentleman, Bindu also, he was mainly focused on creative activities. And later on, when she you know, went into the LACME business, that is something I played a very little role in that business, but she really made it very big. To that extent, her experience in building organization and 
team management is exceptionally good. And I am lucky that if she was not there with me, probably whatever success I have achieved, I would not have been able to you know achieve that. About my other ventures, of course, she was not a part of those ventures like Shiroevsas or Health Vectors, but they are the team. Like you know, in Health Vectors, myself as Shubhashish in the initial stage. Uh, debate, discuss, and formulate all the strategies. And then finally, we started selecting people. And in case of Shiroids, again, we three were there. That is myself, uh, Raj Kare, and Anand Kansal, who started the company. And subsequently, we started hiring. So everywhere, it is very important that entrepreneurs understand that team has to be built up at the earliest. Any... Uh... Three winning team secrets which you would like to share? For a team to win, most important parameter is their spirit should be high. Enthusiasm should be high. Jill should be high. They should gel together. Now, that's where the leader really play a key role to keep the team together. Because in a smaller organization, what happened, uh, I have seen it many times, you know, team members do not jail well for some reasons. It could be a personal reason or, you know, some fight has happened and things like that, or they don't like each other. These kind of a problems are common in organization and that affects the spirit of the growth. So I think the leaders and the team leaders must be very cautious about that, that how to make sure that the team jail well moment the team jail well, then they try to solve a problem together because this feeling of togetherness is very important. That's why I think important for an organization to do team meetings frequently. Even they can do outdoor team meeting to make sure that people who used to do, used to go for picnic or outdoor programs so that you know team members jail each other, they know each other personally. And then that used to get effect that used to affect the mm-hmm. performance as a team. I think that that point one must always realize mm-hmm. as, a, as a group. And it is also important to understand the strength and weakness of individual and always try to use the strength of an individual rather than pointing out his weakness. If you know everybody works from their strength, the team or team becomes successful. You know, these are few learnings. Mm-hmm. Amazing. So if people want to connect or reach out to you, how do they reach out to you? Yeah, I'm uh, tapandatta, tapandatta100 at gmail.com or they can reach out to my official mail ID, tapan at vasanadvantage.com. Another thing I wanted to tell you, see, I am just creating a YouTube channel now because I see, you know, there are a lot of case studies, knowledge, branding related areas that can be done. Why company fail? Because in a one hour interview, I cannot say so many things. And, you know, people can follow me there and definitely I can be accessible. And my mobile number is 98450-38782. Anybody want to reach me can always do that either through mail or direct connect. Awesome. Thank you so much. It was wonderful uh, chatting with you. I thank Mr. Tapan Kumar Datta from the bottom of my heart for taking out time to share his wonderful insights of business wisdom. Here are my top five takeaways from the concluding part. My first takeaway, entrepreneurship is a process of experimentation. My second takeaway, disruption can be cultivated by 
observation, analysis, and experimentation. My third takeaway, companies that succeed have three things in common. Ability to learn, ability to sell, and ability to teach. My fourth takeaway, entrepreneurs should always be alert to read the signals of change in the market. My fifth takeaway is, as long as people love challenges and opportunities which are created at work, they experience growth and they stay together. Thank you so much. Never lose out on an opportunity to learn about cultivating your inner strengths on Dream 100 Show. We strongly believe that life is just a play. We win some, we lose some, we miss some and we mess with some. So enjoy your journey and play to the fullest. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Dream 100 Show. And now make a smart decision of taking the next step towards building your trust and your dreams. Don't forget to subscribe to Dream 100 Show and leave a review on Apple Podcast. Share your biggest takeaways with us and follow us on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. For more details, shoot an email to us. This is Savita signing off and catch you soon in our next episode. Mm-hmm.